0: Podcast is part of the Podcast Your Scene Network. Visit us at www.podcastyourscene.com. an agenda that they're going to serve. I don't know who's
1: in charge of it or what it is, if it's like a headless monster.
2: Why? This is a question. Walking backwards. Walking backwards.
1: Yeah. Something sacred. I don't
0: know the names of the creeps songs. Those are Running in circles. just pop in and let play. Sea
1: of glass. The flight, and the fall.
2: I love Ozzy. <laughs> I think he's the true definition of a rock star. Well, fun mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: anybody else have any interesting stories they don't want to find This is from after the call. Hey, this is John Lane from the thriving Tropics mm-hmm. of Leechburg, Pennsylvania.
2: The Pennsylvania Rock Show rock Show featuring the best inside rock that Pennsylvania has to offer.
1: it's bill and you're tuned into the Pennsylvania Rock Show featuring the best unsigned rock and metal the Pennsylvania has to offer right here on parockshow.com megarockradio.net 107.1 fm st louis missouri altrockradio.ca hamilton ontario canada com, san diego california um xrpradio.co.uk in Birmingham, United Kingdom. Um, build the scene.com right here in the thriving metropolis of Leechburg, Pennsylvania. And I think I got them all. This is episode number 581. With me tonight is the Luke yep. Welts band. Why don't you guys introduce yourselves for me real quick? All right, I'll or start maybe.
0: first. My name's Luke Welts. Uh, I am the lead vocalist, pianist, uh, bassist, and
3: harmonica player for the band. Sean Rue, drums, percussion, uh, producer, sound engineer.
4: I'm Brandy Cervello. I play a lot of tambourine backings for percussion, and I also play a little bass here and there. Mostly, I just, well, keep things happy.
5: My name's Joe. I I play guitar, a little bit of bass. My name's Anthony, and I also play guitar.
1: All right. So... We'll start off with a couple cliche interview type questions. Um, how did your band form? Somebody well, we just to... go
0: sorry. ahead. Uh, yeah. sorry I'm interrupted you. Yeah. Uh we started the band when we uh started tracking the record last May. Um that's when I met Sean. My drummer here, he has a studio uh as house called Apple Eye Studio. Um from there we put together a five piece band. Um Joey wasn't our lead guitarist at the time, we had another guitarist. Um, the band was pretty much formed August of 2020. Um, throughout that time, we finished the record. We're going to be slowly releasing music, um, and we've been playing around this year a good bit.
1: Okay. So this question can kind of go out to all of you. Um, and I, I know Joey will probably jump on this knowing where he works. Um, what, what is your favorite piece of equipment that you use while you're on stage?
6: Well, I'd have to say, honestly, uh, I have a, I have a Mesa Boogie Fillmore 50, uh, that I love a lot and probably my, uh, Ibanez AZ premium that I bought from
5: stuff Music. Um, so I actually have the same amp as Joe. It's the Mesa Boogie Fillmore 20, it's the 25 watt version though, but, uh, it's the same amp and, uh, that, that, that's for me, uh. It's got to be it. It's the best amp I've ever played.
0: Yeah. Uh, For me, it's my Hofner bass because it makes me feel like a Beatle. Drums.
1: (laughs) I was hoping you'd say, like, Triangle or Cowbell. or. (laughs) Always need more Cowbell. We all know that.
3: (laughs) (laughs) No, I... It's probably, like... All right, if I were to, like, I could just say drum set, but you know once you have it have it all together as a whole because there's so many pieces. You got the snare cuts through, you got the kick drum that's you know what pounds your chest at a show. What if miked and PA'd properly. But you know, I, I guess out of the whole kit, might be floor tom for me. I just like the way that thing sounds.
4: I like the way that thing sounds. Boom. I do not like the way the snare drum sounds. Everybody knows that. <laughs>
3: do you have a
4: favorite? Yeah, actually. You know, um I like my Hoffner. Of course, it doesn't matter if I'm playing yours or mine. Yeah, we both have those. Um, This one's mine. You don't see her out that often. Took the pick guard off. Well, Sean took the pick guard off. And I love it without it because it looks more like Paul McCartney's. But what I really like about this, as opposed to like my Squire, is it has a nice short scale on it. And I don't have a big arm span, so it plays smoothly for me. And I do have to say, since you bought that PV, I really like your amp. That's mm-hmm. nice.
6: And Luke, where did you buy that amp?
3: <laughs> <laughs> From you, my man. From you,
0: Mr. <laughs> Joey Connor, giving us a deal on the amp. Yeah, that Ampeg, Peg. Um, what was it one fifteen? Rocket uh, base. Rocket base. Yeah, that thing is. Oh my god, tremendous! I was I was running a, a wave, running. an amp that didn't even compare to the one I have now. It's tremendous. I love it.
1: Can each of you pinpoint the point in your life where you realize you wanted to be a musician?
0: Yeah, when I had six W-2s last year. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, for me, it was probably
5: uh, – that's actually a tough one. I listened to a lot of music in high school that, uh, that really inspired me to play. Um, and then uh, it was mostly like hard rock and the guitar playing in it was just incredible. And, uh, you know, uh, I guess I could trace it back to when I was eight years old and I heard Iron Man for the first time, maybe too. It just, I had never heard any, like that was like my introduction to music basically. And it was just blew me away. So that also could be, could be another reason.
6: I guess, I guess I could say that like, I don't know, I can honestly can't remember a time where I didn't want to play music. Um, I started, you know, I didn't start playing guitar until I was like 14, But before that, I had, you know, my dad plays um, uh, and I was always surrounded by and always wanted to do it. But I never really got into it till I was about 14. So I guess I've always wanted to do it.
1: I'm pretty sure I saw you play around that time.
6: (laughs) Was it were you there for what was it concert in the parking lot? (laughs) <laughs> was like, that was like my first like gig, was with my dad there, and we played. Um, uh, I, I started gigging really early into all this stuff, so
1: yeah, this is where I, I, I hesitate to say what I'm about to say, but I went to high school with his dad, so. It's kind of
6: funny because like, so did Steve Jackson and now I yep. work with him. And, uh, it's, uh, he tells everybody that he went to school with my father and that he's old enough to be my father.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I only remember having one class with him. It was art class.
6: Uh, I don't think he went to class for
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, anybody else need to pinpoint for us yeah. still? <laughs> yeah,
3: why not? 1992, I heard this guy for the first time. Here, let me hold it so I can see it. Beatles.
1: Yep. Abbey Road.
3: <laughs> That's when I wanted to become a musician. I'm like, I want to do that.
4: I guess um, when I was in high school, we had the option to take music electives. So I chose guitar class. And. Yeah, I was having trouble holding down the chords because I have such small hands. But at the end, my teacher told me that I should definitely try to play the bass because I have impeccable timing and I do very well with the rhythm side. So I did. I started taking lessons at American Music Cafe and I loved it. I really wanted to be involved with music and everything. But then I also had dreams in college. So it was like, all right well i'm gonna go to college i'm gonna do this work in medical and then i come home and i met him mr sean here and he brought it all back to me and it just felt like i jumped on a roller coaster that i love
0: it's okay i like to give a serious but a serious answer though because i was kind of joking um i started playing piano when i was eight my grandmother was an organist in the choir um i grew up playing gospel music and then when she passed away um, I'd gone to the bars with the Rhythm Blues and kind of like what Joey said, no matter what life threw at me, it was always the consistent thing in my lifestyle.
1: Let's say that you guys get to go on an international tour and for some reason I'm tagging along. <laughs> what music would be the soundtrack in between shows?
0: Let's answer that one
1: first.
3: <laughs> That's uh,
6: Well, I... Uh... I've never been on international tour, but I've definitely played my fair share game of traveling, and I'm usually asleep—the first one asleep every time because I don't—I I don't party. So, like, I guess the music in between would be like chill, like some Tyler Childers or something like that.
0: Mm, I'll second that. Yeah, when you're around a bunch of the, like screaming electric guitars and drum kits all the time, your, your hearing needs a rest. You want something a little bit softer. Yeah. R&B.
4: I would be looking for as much quiet time as possible, mm-hmm. per what Luke said. But, okay. I mean,
0: we got to get him something. We can't just listen.
1: I know, because so, like... this this question's supposed to tell your influences.
4: <laughs> right. So, yeah. if I were, and I never would be, driving the big bus up front all by myself, what I would be listening to would be, like, 90s throwbacks of hits mm-hmm. or 80s
3: listen to a lot of 90s uh i mean there's times i'm driving around in my truck by myself and i have a i'll listen to the radio but it's just like it's the radio it's like nah so i have a cassette player in my truck because it's from 1998 and i got myself a, a roy orbison cassette tape yeah. i'll listen to that i'll I listen like to that. it front, front to back mm-hmm. roy orbison beatles yeah. usually roy stays in there quite a lot you truck yeah, is as old as i
0: am <laughs> uh, being a piano guy I would probably say you know the classics like Billy Joel and John uh, maybe a little bit of Ben Folds in there too Ray Charles
5: I like uh, instrumental guitar music actually
4: <laughs>
5: so you know like maybe some jazz fusion stuff or you know stuff like that it's all instrumental and like the guitar is like the main you know, doing the melody, everything. So it's very, uh, it's very uh, fun to listen to that kind of stuff.
1: I recently got a submission for my radio station and my other podcast from a band from Iran where it's illegal to make money creative, creatively and um, wow. especially illegal to make metal music and they sent me a metal instrumental song some um, guitar and and bass um for sure in the video um there might be some percussion in there but there's no percussionist in the video um but the band is called Hyperplanet um the song is um beyond beyond the Lanakia, I believe it's called it's an amazing song um so you just gave me a chance to throw it out there um we yeah. played it played it on our live radio station or radio show friendly fire this past past Saturday on XRP radio. So if anybody wants anybody's into instrumental um, guitar driven metal, you should check that out. It's hyper planet. Um, but being it's from Iran, I have a hard time of fitting it on this show. All right. So if you've listened to any of these ahead of time, you've heard this question for sure. Um, it's Who's Your Dave Grohl. And what I mean by that is um, if you could go up on stage with any band and play one of their songs with them, which band would you want to join and which song would you want to play?
5: Mm. Mm. Tough one. So many.
0: Our band. <laughs> uh, really? uh, no, I mean, I, I'd probably... Uh, I, for to jump back in the past, my drummer used to have a band called One Way Street. And uh they actually kinda got reunited at an open mic we were hosting last Wednesday night. So I would like to go back and see his band working in their prime because I've I've heard his originals it's really, really good stuff. Um, just kind of be a fly in the room there when he was doing what you know, kind of what we're all working together for do now.
3: Those were good times. <laughs> when uh Third, I'd probably say Third Eye Blonde. I'd like to get up and jam with those guys. And probably, uh, I don't know, either Deep Inside of You or uh, there's uh, what's another, oh, so many good ones. Uh, any, any, any of them. <laughs> Anything, Third Eye Blonde. Those guys put on a show. I,
4: don't know, I guess I'd have to say Nirvana, they set the mood for my teenage years. Um, some of the stuff that I was practicing back then was their material. So, yeah.
6: For me, right now, it would honestly probably have to be Billy Strings. Probably be my choice. Getting in a lot of bluegrass lately, and
5: I think it'd be a lot of fun. Uh, I went to see, uh, Breaking Benjamin a couple years ago, and, uh, they actually had a fan playing up on stage with them, a few songs. And, uh, I was like, man, I wish that was me. So, it was a great show, and, uh. So, yeah, I'd have to to probably say Breaking Benjamin
1: because they're one of my
5: favorite bands. So, what song? Uh, Probably, uh, they got a song called uh, Breath. Mm. Yeah, and uh, I don't remember if they had the fan plan on that one, but, uh, yeah, it's one of my favorites. It was just such so, uh, just being there live and, like, seeing that and seeing somebody get to go
3: up there and just play some songs with them,
5: you know, it was really cool, so...
3: No, I, actually, a, a, a drummer that I had years back in my group, but he's in another band, uh, I forget their name, uh, I think they're called Playgrounds. Anyways, hmm. one of his bandmates, uh, actually, every time Brenton Benjamin comes to town, he ends up up there on guitar with them for, like, quite a few songs. Oh, wow. Yeah, every time they come to Pittsburgh, so dreams can happen. Well,
5: you know, you give them my name.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: see that's this this whole question is about me trying to get dave Grohl to come on the show it, that's it's not working you wow. <laughs> just have, so, awesome. have to
6: settle for a walmart dave Grohl and go with dave hipchin
1: <laughs> dave, dave hipchin has been on this show many times <laughs> He's actually played live in my, in this room, actually.
6: He just looks like Dave Grohl, it's ridiculous. It does.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Something I forgot to do at the beginning was mention the two songs that, that they've already heard. Um, the first song was Perch by Seed off his new EP. And then you also heard Endbringer's song Judgment with a question mark at the end. And if you listen to the episode, it explains why the question mark's there that we did. Um, I can't remember the episode number. It, it was recent. <laughs> um, but where we're at now in the episode is I actually, um, we're going to get ready to play uh, the Luke Welts band song, put me out. Um, but this is your uh, MTV moment where you can tell us about your song, do some storytelling.
0: All right. So the song put me out. Um, I wrote this song. It came, it stemmed from a lot of frustration um, in my life, of just trying to find uh, my purpose, you know, I, I went to college. Um, I, I found a career in the medical field, but I wasn't happy. I, I also wasn't happy in a relationship I was in. So life circumstances kind of overwhelmed me to write this song. Out of I just just not knowing what what's for me and knowing what I my calling was with 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 music, but I wasn't really living that lifestyle. I was more or less just trying to follow the American dream, you know, climb the ladder, get a house, get a family, all that kind of jazz. Um, So that's where that song came from. I guess it was me trying to combat um, what was, what was out there in the world for me, you know, just like regular jobs weren't working for me. Um, People, some people around me weren't working for me. Um, That's kind of when I decided to leave my whole situation. I was living in Donegal uh, for a couple of years and I had, partner and everything and I was going to get married and all that jazz and then I just suddenly kind of just said if I don't do this now I'm never going to do this again so I wrote the song and I moved back home and started the record and that's where the song came from
1: So what we're going to do, we're going to go ahead and listen to Put Me Out by the Luke Welts band We're also going to hear from Dan Gitkin and the Twelve Six 6 band um, and their song At the Ivy Inn and we'll come back with uh, some more questions for you guys.
2: Mountain, now walked in, sitting at the bar of the end. You gotta pay attention. Each night I walk through the dark to the past, drive by here on a way off from church. Now I drive in when I get the urge take. That's five of these dudes standing next to
1: That was Dan Gicken and the 12 6 band at the Ivy Inn. Or right before that, you heard from the Luke Welch band and their song, Put Me Out. Uh, they happen to be chatting with me this evening. Um. <laughs> Joey's only allowed to chat when he's asked questions directly. <laughs> um, all right. So. I was pretty prepared for the first half of the segment. I had questions r- written. I only have one question written for this one. So <clears throat> now you're going to get hit with those crazy questions that I mentioned earlier. Um, But not this first one. This first one is pretty cut and dry, I would think. Um, What is the coolest thing that you've been involved in because you've been in a band?
0: I think uh, the podcast we do now, the Worst Case Podcast series, um. With the connections that all of us have combined, we get to meet new guests every week and get to learn from different people.
5: I'd yeah. probably say just because uh, oh. uh, you know we were we were uh, you know with uh doing the open mics every week, just meeting a lot of other musicians and getting to play with them. That's been awesome, honestly, it would have to be like. I don't know,
6: I, 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 I probably, does end stuff count? Because, I mean, that's, that's kind of like a big thing that I wouldn't have gotten involved with if I wouldn't have been in music, and it's like getting to meet all the people that I meet on a daily basis, and get to, like, you know, talk gear with them, and sell them gear, and it's like, it's like a musician's dream job.
4: I'd say my favorite thing about it, and the best thing that has happened, has been the people that I've met. And just seeing all the different musical styles, we get that whether we're out at open stages, we've done that together, or if we're doing our own open stage, just meeting people, the podcast has gotten that. And it's just, there's so many different types of music and amazing people.
3: I guess for me, it'd have to be uh, just shows. I mean, after the crazy part is done, which is setting up, making sure everything sounds good or at least half good and then once we just dive in i mean whether we're doing a cover yeah. or an original usually it's the originals i mean we're good at both but you know there's so many times throughout the set especially now that we've been playing together long enough and we're so tight that it's like we'll get done with a song and i'll just be oh my gosh did you guys hear what we just did <laughs> that's like the best part
4: yeah, when a song
0: ends and we all look around like, oh, my gosh, guys. It's like we all just got drunk. Like We all come back to reality <laughs> real quick. Like, what happened? <laughs> <laughs>
1: all right, so you mentioned original music. I'm going to give you a chance to, to mention another one of your songs. But you have to listen carefully to how I asked this question. All right. So an apop- apocalyptic event has happened. And it's left only a handful of people on the earth one song from every band survives, the rest of them are destroyed. Which one of your songs should take on the mantle of helping those handful of people repopulate the earth? See, Joey got it.
3: (laughs) Okay, so... Yeah. um, So you you have to have some motivation behind that. (laughs)
6: 100% in my opinion would be Mr. Hollywood.
2: Hmm.
6: Because it's a steady, a very steady incline. Very steady incline. Then it gets, you know, really sped up and then it goes down. I would, are I would you, say uh,
1: I'm going. Are you are you using a metaphor there? Yes. <laughs> I thought so.
5: <laughs> I'd have to agree with that one. If For the same reason?
3: It,
0: uh, yeah. <laughs> I, for me, okay, so we have a couple of songs. Um, Mr. Hollywood, I, I believe that's a great song. I think, I think we really did a good, good job recording that and everything. I have another song. If we're looking at a song on its lyrical structure, I would say Turn Around because that song's really about um, looking at your life and thinking it could be a lot worse. And, you know, it's never too late to kind of change your behavior.
1: Okay. Anybody else want like to take a shot at it?
4: it starts because it starts and it sounds so upbeat and fun like it just makes you feel good when you hear the beginning and then you listen to it and it's very bouncy and then there's the message as well not that bad yeah not that
3: bad
0: yeah we have a song called not that bad too and that's that's also looking at life and thinking like
1: you
0: can say hey it's it's not not that bad so it's we have songs about
1: hope we have songs about (laughs)
0: Um, you know, making changes in your life for the better. Uh, it's it's a good music.
1: Feeding off of what you guys are saying, you mentioned um the word reverse, so now we have to go into Dio territory and uh, twisted, uh, twisted sister. Sorry, um, if we played your songs backwards, what would we hear?
4: Oh boy!
6: Oh, I feel like confused. <laughs> <laughs> like very 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 confused i don't know i don't know if you ever heard it a probably a couple of hidden
5: messages whatever. in there somewhere
0: i feel like you would hear like a light like especially because some of our songs are um have a lot like uh, we have piano intros and endings in our songs so it would be kind of it would kind of sound almost similar front to back is back to forward like with the same plot of the song
3: kind of going together I have a habit of taking instruments and just take you know, taking the tracks and reversing them. That counts. Uh, we didn't do that. I don't think we did any of that on this record. I, although I may have taken a piano track. I, I actually I think I did. And reverse the track. So and then you play that along, you know, it's just a copy. They're playing it at the same time. So it's like they start with one note and then end up on the opposite notes. Somehow it works. It's like you put a piano through if a wood chipper. If you want to chipper. be literal.
4: <laughs> oh, boy. Wow. Okay. Yeah.
0: Piano through a wood chipper. That's Now,
4: if what you're trying to ask is like, you know, uh, from what I understand, like they used to play records backwards at the beginning of right, school. Right. In- but
1: I, but I, I leave them very, them very wide open, open on purpose.
4: <laughs> we might be sending, if we were to play it backwards, I would say maybe something about. Loving going shopping, definitely want good things in life, have felt bad things, but it's all connected. It comes round about. I think that's the message you would hear subliminally if you were play our records backwards.
3: Pretty sure the kick drum and put me out would have this pumping effect. It would go from They're talking about what the
4: instruments would sound
3: like. Now it would sound like a club mix.
4: <laughs> <laughs> all right
6: i'm gonna i'm gonna if we're going in reverse i backtrack to the previous question put me out on reverse would be a perfect song to populate the earth to
0: ah oh okay put me in <laughs> put me <Nah>. in
1: <laughs> oh sorry um diesel beast which means nothing to you yet, but it's a band from Denton, Texas. It's the first band I ever asked this question, and it officially became named after them. The question is, if you could play with any band anywhere on the earth, there's no limits. It could be a band that everybody's dead. It could be an Antarctica, like Metallica. This is a really wide open question. And the reason that it's named after them was they're – immediate answer was they were going to play at Stonehenge with Dio.
0: Um, I would say I'd like to play traveling Willberries on top of Mount Everest.
3: Good one.
1: Anybody else want to try that one?
3: Two <laughs> uh, fighters. Good answer. <laughs> Who Fighters in, uh, I don't know, London. Yeah. You know what?
4: I'm going to steal Sean's the actual answer and say, I would like to play with the Beatles and Madison Garden on that rooftop. I just think that that would be, like, something amazing to experience, especially for the time.
6: Mm. I would like to play with these guys at, like, Starlake.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah.
5: That's a good answer. Yeah, yeah. That's a good answer. Um,
1: Let, let's talk probably... about let's talk about for the second that they renamed it Star Lake again. They gave up on the fact that <laughs> nobody would.
6: <laughs>
5: <I like it. laughs> yeah, like what's it called now? Star it's Lake.
6: the
1: Pavilion at Star Lake.
5: <laughs> yeah. Oh, they changed it again. Yep.
6: Oh, wasn't it like PNC Music Park or something
5: for a while? S and T Bank, I think.
1: It, it, had, it had it had it's lots like of high names, high but everybody first called day. it Starlake
3: hmm Starlight. When I played down that way, it was called Post Gazette Pavilion. Post was
4: Pavilion. like Two
3: thousand. That's right what now. it
4: was after it was
3: Starlight.
6: <laughs> yeah. Which the funny story is, I was at that show.
3: Really, the Night of Snails show. Yep, Night of Snails and Jane's Addiction. Wow, what a small world. Yeah,
4: we 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 we've Coca Cola Amphitheater.
1: That was a while ago.
4: <laughs> uh huh. John Cougar Mellencamp was there. Wow.
1: I'm actually I'm going there next week. Um, I'm going to see the end of the road tour with Kiss.
6: Oh wow! Um, can, Kiss. can we talk about how mm-hmm. that's like their tenth farewell tour?
1: I mean, we could, but we don't have enough time.
3: <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> this is, what, their fifth time going into retirement? <laughs>
6: <laughs> I, I, I think they have to now. I think Social Security is going to kick in.
1: Well, Gene just turned yeah. 71.
6: I've um, wow. for a few years. Now.
1: And Peter is 75.
6: Wow,
1: Tommy Thayer is the youngest. I I believe he's 57. Hmm. I I looked it up one day because I was curious.
3: (laughs) Detroit Rock City, baby.
1: Get up. (laughs) All right. Um, Let's do one more question, and then we'll get into that ending stuff I mentioned. Um, Let's say... you have a DeLorean and you can go back in time and follow any one band around for a year just to hang out with them and learn from them. Who, who would you want to hang out with?
0: Well, I, I'll pass somebody else.
4: Answer. Red hot chili peppers because flea is fantastic. And I would love to be able to do that like that.
0: The Beatles. Uh I'd probably say Stone Temple Pilots. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like
6: I love all that 80s like shred metal stuff, so it would just be one of those guys. Like mm-hmm. because like I don't know whichever whichever band partied the least and played the most <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, um, <laughs> Good luck. <laughs>
6: I the I don't even know, because like all those all those bands like it was
5: the eighties. <laughs> Friends would be cool too. I, I would probably say uh some of the blues guys. Like uh Stevie Ray Vaughan. and
1: See, I wasn't gonna ask that question. Now I have to. Keep going.
5: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Stevie Ray Vaughan. It? anybody else? Yeah. Or just Yeah, I mean hang just,
5: out with... Yeah, like any of those blues guys, you know, uh like B.B. King and just cause that's another style of music that I uh am really influenced by and I just you know, I thought he was amazing and uh it'd be cool to see like learn from that, you
1: know. Yeah. Hey, so here's here's the question you prompted. Oh, sorry, go ahead, Joe.
6: I was gonna say like I don't know why, but like I'd like to follow around like Ingvang Mountain scene for like a tour. Because like <laughs> him as like a person I don't know why he's like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if you, if you ever have a minute, look up uh Ingve Malmstein donuts. It's hilarious.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, so here's the question, Anthony. Mm-hmm. Um you're standing at the crossroads waiting for the devil to show up. Why are you there? What are you going to sell your soul to Satan for?
5: I wouldn't sell it at all. I don't need it. I have enough skill on my own.
2: <laughs> <laughs> a bit.
1: Confidence. I like it. Mm-hmm. Anybody else want to try that one on for size? <laughs>
6: Uh, I would, <laughs> I would sell it for never needing carpal tunnel surgery.
2: Mm.
0: <laughs> um, I would sell it to know that everybody in my band is stable and comfortable for the remainder of their lives. Wow. Well, well Luke,
6: you have that opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's stopping you then? Bye, <laughs> guys. Hi.
3: I would, I would pass on that.
4: I guess the only thing that I could ever consider doing that for, which would defeat the purpose anyway, would be for me and my domestic partner to have internal life so that we could be together forever. Oh my God, that's beautiful. Like, um, <laughs> you know, right here. I'm going to have a even relationship, meeting, relationship. <laughs> it is, I guess. Perfect. Give the girl answer.
0: You guys have so much love.
1: Okay, so we're now at the point where I'm going to let you tell everyone where they can see you live and where they can find you online. Um, if one person wants to handle that, that's cool. Or if you want to take turns mentioning things. <laughs>
0: you guys get with me just saying it?
5: Yeah, you're the best one. to.
0: All right. Yeah. All right. So uh, you can find the Luke Welts band. Uh, we have demo tracks on our website. It's LukeWelts.com. Um, we also have some live stream concerts on our Facebook page. Um, you can also find us on Instagram. Um, some next, uh, the next upcoming events we have, we have for the love, um, music festival at four seasons down Latrobe, September 4th. And then on September 25th, we'll be playing at the E train music festival, uh, in Homer city. Um, we're also on YouTube. You can find, um, recordings, uh, some live shows on there and we're also on TikTok as well. Weekly open mic. Weekly open and uh weekly open mic we host every Wednesday down at Schoolhouse Tavern in Claridge, Pennsylvania. We do it at eight to eleven every Wednesday.
1: Um if someone wants to join you, does it show up and sign up or do you have an online sign up as well?
0: It's just whoever it's first come, first served basis. We don't have online sign ups. Um we we do have Backing though for any of the musicians that want um, other musicians to play with them, uh, it's an acoustic open mic. So, but it's it's kind of like borderline. Ac- we've had some noise issues, you know, going on with since we started the open mic. So if you bring in electric, you know, you can we can probably still make it work. But for the most part, we do acoustic open mic. Acoustic with drums
3: and bass. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like Nirvana plug, but open mic style.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Cool.
1: All right. So this has been episode 581 of the Pennsylvania rock show. I want to thank you all for hanging out with me tonight. We've hit Joey's thank limit. You, He's man. over there yawning.
5: <laughs> thank you very much.
1: You're welcome. Uh, make sure you ch- make sure you check out the band at Lukewelts.com. you can find the Pennsylvania rock show at PA rock com or build the um, All of our, um, Other podcasts and radio shows and all that can also be found at buildthescene.com. Three Questions a Song is the 1st and 15th of the month. And PA Rock Show is every Friday. Um, With that said, we're going to play some more of the best unsigned rock and metal that Pennsylvania has to offer. We're going to end things with uh, Rewind by Transcendence off their newest EP. See, Joey agreeing with me there. Newest EP, Pangea. And then we're going to go a little old school. And we're going to pull out I Deny off of Cage's album, Cold Silence. Um, I haven't played that in a while. It's one of my favorite songs from from like the mid-2000s. Like 2000, I think it was like 8 or 9, somewhere in there. Um, and uh, after that, you will hear Mr. John Lane come on, the American Hilljack, and tell you how to Like, subscribe, and all of that kind of stuff for the show. And uh, when you hear that, that does not mean it's time to disconnect. You're going to stay connected. Listen to those radio stations that are supporting all the unsigned music that I play. Show them a little bit of love. And uh, then check us out each week. My name is Bill, and we'll catch you next time.
5: This episode of the Pennsylvania Rock Show has ended, but be sure to subscribe to be introduced to more of the best on-site rock and metal that Pennsylvania has to offer. Don't forget to rate, review the show,
2: and we'll see you on the next episode.